0: Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, this past week we received important data in South Africa's agricultural sector. These are the numbers from the Crop Estimate Committee. This is a committee of the government officials, uh, some private sector participants and researchers that sit together and observe the country's production prospects and they utilize various methods of surveying the crop and speaking to farmers uh, and to collect the data about what's the size of the crop that South Africa is expecting they typically look at our winter crop and our summer crops but this time around they released data for the summer crops this was their fourth production forecast For South Africa's 2022 2023 summer crop seasons, to say how much are we expecting. And this time around, of course, because we are well advanced in the season and this is their fourth production estimate, no one really expected them to make significant changes. If anything, most people thought their estimates will remain the same as what we had seen over the past few months because farmers are harvesting now and in various conversations that even ourselves, that uh, Agbiz and myself, we we'll be just talking to farmers, we are getting a message that uh, the harvest, the yields look like will be able to meet what the Crop Estimate Committee has been telling us. But they did introduce important uh, uh, adjustments in the price estimates. They, in fact, lifted the summer crop uh, uh, production focus overall because of the bigger maize harvest that we're expecting. They took the maize estimate up by 2% from what we had last month to now a maize harvest of about 16.1 million tons. Now, a 16.1 million tons is a fairly good crop because this is 5% more than the 2021-22 season. And it's also a third largest maize harvest on record in South Africa. And this is on the back of large yields, as I've said in one of these segments in the past few weeks to say, if you were to look at the area planted for our maize and indeed some of the summer crops, it's not really changed much uh, from the past season. If anything, for maize, it's actually we planted less area now compared to last season, which is why then this improvement in the crop 5% more than the 2021-22 season is really on the back of a bigger yield. Now, South Africa produces both white and yellow maize. And if you were to dissect this and say, how much of this is white maize? It's about 8.5 million tons and the 7.6 million tons of it is yellow maize. And then if you put together, it gives you then that harvest uh, estimate of 16.1 million tons. Now, this is a good crop because it means that as a country we will have sufficient maize to meet our domestic needs. Our domestic needs this year, they are around about 11.1 million tons. Usually, we're just hovering less than 12 million tons. That's what we need in South Africa. Roughly half of that is for animal feed, and roughly half is for milling for human consumption, which is mainly the white maize. This also then tells us that South Africa could remain a net exporter of maize, in their 2023-24 marketing season, which started this month in May and the 2023 24 marketing season usually corresponds with the 2022 23 production season because that's a crop planted in October 2022 and it gets to be harvested now in 2023 and then when you market it you market from 2023 through to around about April 2024 which is why the 2023 24 season overlays with the 2022 23 production season now within that we'll have just over 3 million tons for exports and Of course, this is roughly unchanged or slightly less than what we exported the previous season, which was about 3.64 million tons. And in my view, I think actually we will end up revising these exports even slightly higher because if one looks at the region and the potential maize needs in the region and of course the demand that we've been receiving across the world from a number of countries that we export to in the Far East and China now added as a new market, we do think that the exports may be slightly higher than this and we have the volumes to actually be able to export just over 3 million tons. The other crops though that didn't change were soybeans. Soybean crop estimate remain unchanged at about 2.8 million uh, tons. That's up 24% on a year-on-year basis. And the 2.8 million tons is a record crop on our soybeans. If you think about this to say, how did it come about? The area planted has increased, the yields have increased, which is why we have this good soybean uh, crop uh, right now. And we also now, for the first time, actually in South Africa, are going to be able to export really a sizable volume of soybeans. We think that the soybean exports could be something just over 300,000 tons. Now, this is good because South Africa is used on being a net importer of soybean and soybean products. Now we will be progressively playing a much more significant role in the exports of soybeans and soybean products. We have the crushing capacity in the country that is sufficient. And this is all good when we think about the animal product feed that is needed in the poultry and in the livestock industry. It comes out of yellow maize as well as soybeans, important feedstocks. Sunflower seed was also unchanged. Uh, at about 797,000 tons. It's down 6% on a year-on-year basis. Is uh, the area is slightly uh, reduced. And of course, there were yield issues because of the excessive rainfall at the start of the season. But overall, this is still a fairly good uh, crop. And it's the same thing, really. There were slight adjustment if you were to look at the numbers that we have for dry beans and peanuts, slightly adjusted from the previous month. But we also have just a decent uh, crop in, in all of these, decent harvest in all of these crops. And I guess the most important thing then about this time of the year in South Africa is that when one uh, drives around the country or talk to farmers, how is the crop condition? So we may have a a volume, but is the quality good? That's the question that some of the people are asking themselves. And I think on that, the quality is reasonably good um, in, in South Africa. I mean, farmers are harvesting across the country. The point that I made to say when we talk to them about the quality they are receiving um, they are fairly optimistic about it. There were worries, though, to say the recent rains that we've seen over the past few weeks, especially now when the crop is matured, may actually cause some quality issues. But I think um, those farmers that we've talked to, they say, look, there, there isn't much to worry about so far. So our hope is that the weather conditions could remain fairly dry and favourable, so that the harvest could proceed um, in good shape across the country and the quality could be decent. Now, these data, though, overall, if you are a consumer or maize user, you're looking at them, you could say, okay, but what does this mean for the prices? And we think that this bought well with already softening maize and and vegetable oil prices. I mean, if you look at South Africa's white and yellow maize and soybean prices, you realize that on a year-on-year basis, they are down by roughly 20%. This also then reinforces our view to say, when you look at the food uh, inflation basket, the grain related products could actually soften in the second part of the year because at a farm level the prices are already softening And the fundamentals are solid in the sense that we have the volumes. And in the global space as well, the prices are down because the global environment gets to be important. In the past three seasons, we've had good crops, but the prices went down because the global prices were higher because of droughts in South America, higher demand in China. But if you look at the prices now in the global environment, since the black sea grain deal is in place... And the supplies in countries like Brazil are not as hard hit. We've seen global prices coming down nicely. They are down, in fact, also 20% in a global environment. And we think if things are sustained in that way at a farm level, we will likely then see uh, the grain-related products, part of the food price inflation in South Africa, also softening. But it will not soften with the same percentage that we see at a farm level because, of course, there are distribution costs, there are electricity costs, labor costs, and the range of costs when you're moving and changing a product from an agricultural commodity and processing into a food product. But I think on a price direction side, it points to softening price environment, which I think is a positive thing for a consumer. So overall, South Africa has a reasonably good summer crop and this is something that we welcome and we're happy about because many people that have been following uh this uh sector you recall that at the start of the season we had excessive rains and this worried many people that we may actually not have a good crop and in fact which is why now if even if you look at the harvest progress you realize that maize The producer deliveries are actually less than a million tons because there isn't much of progress that has been made in harvesting maize it's only in the coming weeks where we will see more maize being delivered in commercial silos because the planting was a month delayed from the typical um, cycles in most areas uh, it was so wet that farmers had to wait a little bit to actually be able to plant so there is that harvest delay that you see and some of the people will see it even in agricultural gdp numbers when they look at the q2 numbers they will see some of these things related to harvest delays but that's a topic for another time but i think the important part is that the crop might be slightly delayed but it is there and the volumes are there and that's good for the sector that's good for uh the food price uh, inflation for a consumer and that's generally good for for, you, for grain users, I know they've been paying a lot of uh, higher prices. If you talk to poultry producers and uh, some in the beef industry, they've been complaining about higher feed prices. But I think going into the second half of the year, they will likely see a bit of a change on that. So that's the important data I want to do a highlight, which was released by the Crop Estimate Committee uh, this past week in South Africa. With that, uh, folks, I think I should end the South Africa story there. In the following week, I may comment on the developments that we see in Kenya. We were so hopeful in Kenya that they will possibly start allowing the imports of genetically modified crops and also try to use some of these seeds um, in their maize production uh, in, in, in Kenya. But I see now that the court is actually... Um, uh, t- taken down all of those applications that were being put by, by the Kenyan government. There are a whole range of implications when you think about food security because Kenya is a major user and, and importer of maize, roughly 700,000 tons over the past two seasons each year being imported and the fact that they need to boost their own domestic production. But we'll discuss that in a, in a, in, a, in a separate segment, but it's just something that to keep thinking about. And I've written my thoughts in my blog at www.wandilessildobot.com. I've put my, 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 my views there and also on Twitter about what I thought about the decision and offered a little bit of a background. With that, folks, let me stop there. Uh, Thank you so very much for listening to this week's podcast. And as always, you can read some of the stuff on my blog that I just mentioned or the organization that I work for, which is the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa. And my name is Wandi Lesiklobo, recording this podcast from Pretoria, South Africa. Thanks for listening.